Hi guys, I'm André Villas-Boas, listening to Echoes of Glory. And don't forget, whatever happens, the future is bright, the future is lily white. Come on, your spurs. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, season 12, episode 31. I'm ASD. I'm Rob. How you doing, mate? You all right? Doing okay, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. It's easier when they play yesterday, isn't it? Because if if they just if they were the four thirty game, I think we'd both be a bit just numb. I think rather than bored or just a bit numb. Yeah, a bit numb. A bit. Um, I can't remember the last time I wanted the season to be over so fast. It feels um, so slow, doesn't it? <laughs> it's one. It's 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 one of those things where, like at work, where you're working on a. You're working on a project that's been a nightmare and you want it to end, but you know that as soon as it ends, there's another project coming and you just and that's also going to be a nightmare. I sort of feel like that. So I want the season to end because I'm sick to death of watching performances like the one that we watched for the first hour yesterday against Villa and, you know, the other 25 of those that we've watched over the last however many months, which you just you just can't quite believe that. I mean, how difficult is it to say to 15 men you've got to start off on the front foot and be high tempo and back each other up and it, I, I personally i'm a, obviously you know i'm i'm a an awful long way from being a professional athlete and sportsman but i don't think that's a complicated message personally and it seems it's obviously extremely complicated so i'm definitely sick of looking at that but then we move into the summer and the manager search and then never mind the manager search the you know are we going to refresh the team fiasco sign players early answer of course we're not because we haven't got a manager or director of football and 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 and, and. so i feel like the season's been a nightmare i want it to end i feel like the summer's going to be frustrating and then before we know it it'll be august and we'll be going again so it all uh it's it's awesome and i'm i you know it's 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 never dull but at the same time, it would be good if we were able to be excited and not, you know, facing into into it all with trepidation and frustration and a, and a nagging sense of deja vu that, you know, how this is all going to go, you know? Yeah, it's, you're so right. There's so many thoughts I had just then. But I, we, we joked earlier in the season when you first started coming on about how we are, a, well, we didn't even joke about it. We're, a, we're an entertainment events business now. <laughs> Yeah, football team. Like you know, when you go to Spain and you see like Barcelona and they've got like a handball team and a volleyball team and all this, it's an yeah. athletics club. Maybe we should rebrand as like AFC, so AFC Tottenham, an athletic football club, or an EFC, like an events football club, where like genuinely the main business is events because Levy seems to be so sharp at that stuff, apart from the naming rights. But <laughs> on the field, he's just it. It's it's like he's he's. It's like Two Face from Batman. Like it, it, it's almost a different person. Um, it's, the manager, such a coy character, isn't he? That I mean, it was a few weeks ago now, but I, I know exactly what you're going to say. The Cambridge University yeah. interview, which I thought was a disgrace that he did that interview. When there's so much going on at the club, and he hides away in some random little Cambridge University, you know, uh, speaker series that sort of gets stuck on the internet and. He doesn't face up the Spurs fans directly and come out and speak. You know, I, I personally thought it was interesting to see him, but the fact that he chose to go that route, I thought was a disgrace. But that was just me. But 
he's such an uncomfortable character, isn't he? It's so he's you know for he's been in the public eye effectively for what twenty five years or however long they've been there. Rare, but yet rarely speaks in public, and still after all this time looks so uncomfortable <laughs> and it's almost like he's unsure of himself in in some ways and i know that they've gone and hired scott munn i know absolutely nothing ab- about him at all other than you know probably like everybody that listens to this i've looked him up on wikipedia to see who he is and he looks to me <laughs> I'm slightly alarmed to see that he's got a finance background. Not that there's anything wrong with the finance background, of course, but I want my sporting director to have a sporting Sports. background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm slightly concerned that we've got one, you know, uh, we, we've got one economist sat as the chair and we've now got a, got another economist, yeah. the, the director of football, and I, I'm, I'm for, you know, shoot, yeah. Yeah, shoot, shoot me. Anyway, I'm going to renew. So on on to that one. <laughs> I would renew if I had one. I would renew yeah. now after going yeah. back. Um, yeah. I I know what you mean. That whole like it's. I mean, I'm going to go on a bit of a, a class rant, but this thing about you go to private schools, which are all these amazing wooden wood panelled walls, and they're all got these leather seats, and they all have debating chambers and then you go to oxford or cambridge that have got exactly the same then they all go into investment banks which look in the same or they go to westminster which look the same it's all about that comfort and that system that familiarity and that confidence so of course he runs away to what he knows he's an investment banker that's what he knows i mean i know he's been running a football club but that's not not what he's been trained to do and i get the coming from a hard place and he's highly i don't like the term introvert because introvert tends to mean social awkwardness i don't have social awkwardness but I am an introvert in the truest, like yeah. I get my energy from being by myself. Like, you know, the, all the image, all the conversations he had um, on the documentary, it felt like, you know, when you go to a wedding and you sort of don't, you're the plus one of a, uh, with the person. So like it would be M, my wife would go because it was one of her friends and they only sort of know the husband or whoever's getting married and you're the plus one. And then you sit next to someone similar and try and tap to the plus one. You're like, I'm never going to meet you again. You talk really weirdly about topics that nobody cares about and you're just there to pass the time that's how it felt in the awkwardness like when he's talking with jose when he's talking with ericsson it was just weird he's you're right it's just an uncomfortable man and i wish i could say this is what levy's great at in terms of building i'd rather he was building another stadium than he was building another club and that is the problem like buying the cranes instead of renting them because the cost of iron would go up so much in the four years where we were building it so that when we sold it he'd make a profit amazing Getting you down sort of feel, alone. Yeah, I mean, if obviously it's it's not right, so it's completely hypothetical. But if if it was a PLC and we were all shareholders, yeah, I I've I was talking to um my my pal about this Simon actually a couple of weeks ago. If 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 we were all shareholders, it was a public limited company. I think at board meetings we'd be turning around and we would be basically calling out the current management team, including Levy, as Ten years ago, being perfect for what the club needed at that time, it needed stability. Even 20 years ago, between the last, you know, sort of 20 years through to five years ago, say, that 15 year period, it needed financial security and stability coming out the back of the scholar sugar era, which maybe some of your listeners won't remember, but I do remember. Um, And, you know, I mean, the club nearly went broke, frankly, 
and then Sugar saved it, and then they, you know, they they got that stability. Then to invest in the team and to get it from being, you know, lower table and through to, I mean, they they fought relegation, I think, in '94, '95, I think it was, and you know, then started to get mid-table, then Europa League, and then eventually Champions League, and then of course the stadium and the training ground. But he and that board and Enoch were entirely fit for purpose for what the club needed at that time. But now what they need is that they need a different kind of leadership. And I think if you if we were shareholders in the club, we would say, thank you. You've been amazing. Your chapters are done and closed. But actually, we now as a group of shareholders that this club needs something different to be able to kick on and now do something different. And it's just not your skill set. You need to go and find another club that needs those things done to it and needs those strategic kind of foundations laid because clearly he's arguably a genius at that when you look at the infrastructure they've now got around that club. What he's not is able to think and act and they either cannot or will not invest at elite levels that you need, unfortunately, if you're going to be a top consistently a top four top three top top three team and therefore i think you would take it in a different direction and, and you would get somebody else in or get different investors in or get a different leadership group in but of course because it isn't a plc i mean all of this levy out stuff i have to say i do find quite hilarious because it's not i mean he he, he doesn't own it enoch own it and <laughs> well so if levy leaves what do you think enoch are going to put somebody else in that's suddenly going to behave differently and treat the club differently. I mean, they're really not. Um, and so it just, I, I don't know how they, how they take it in a different direction other than realize that they now cannot afford to kick it on and sell it and allow the club to be set free from kind of their financial restrictions i guess if you could call it that i mean it seems bizarre to say financial restrictions when they do invest an awful lot of money but i don't have confidence that enoch and it's not levy but enoch and the way that they run the club with him as this kind of matriarch figure is is the infrastructure or is going to receive the investment that it needs to kick on to the next level but we are now in this marriage together and seemingly cannot be divorced what's the alternative because if we sell if enix sell then what's the alternative like a conglomerate which is investors who just want to extract wealth which is essentially what we've got now an american sports owner because you make more money out of football than you do out of american sports in which case they are investors they want to i mean look at the glazers that's what will happen or oil money which seems to be the trend which i mean some of it sports washing, some of it just feels like cheating. Like PSG boot fans booing Messi. I mean, unbelievable. They, it's unbelievable. We'll, we'll have him. Does he, you know, does he like North London? This is the greatest player. Then I was with a PSG fan last year who was, he's like his, his family being in Paris for eight generations. Like he, he, they, they're Parisians and he loves PSG. And he wants, he's, he's like a bit like us. He wants to go back to the days when they were a little bit shit because he wants to feel something for the club again. And that's what it all comes down to, isn't it? The the it's there for Levy to take it. There's an open goal to make us feel something again, because we don't need to go out and spend millions. There's just a the right investment to make. 
like we didn't need to spend loads to make Pochettino's vision come true when he was talking all those years ago about he really needed to refresh. Mm. Just singular smart investments that to replace a great first team where they needed to. Instead, we tried to squeeze more out of that single team rather than build on it, and we're just paying the price for it now. And it's a it's a poor investment that we did. Um, how do you how do you feel about his? Um... I don't know if they announced it yet. It seems to be leak announced, but not actually announced, isn't it? That's but it. His, it's on Sky, isn't his, it? It's on... His move. I mean, if Chelsea they move. don't bring him in to try and get that first manager bounce for the City game, just so they're not the ones where City win the league at Stamford... Uh, is it, no, it's at the Etihad. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't... I mean, the quote from him is, I am never going to be manager of Barcelona or Arsenal because I'm so identified with Tottenham and Espanyol. I grew up in New Orleans Old Boys and I'll never manage Rosario Central. That is my decision because I prefer to work on my farm in Argentina than some places. And I, I fully, fully believe him. Um, and I don't know why we didn't go after him. I, I, I just don't know. And so good luck to the man. I hope we batter him. I hope they lose. I hope they get relegated. All of that stuff. But he's handled himself with dignity and respect when when we haven't treated him like that. So good luck to him. I this weird Pochettino cult though, I don't get it. Like there's gonna be a meltdown at, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium when they visit us and he's there. Are they gonna applaud him? Like are they gonna boo him? Like what was the reaction gonna be? I reckon but you can't clap a Chelsea manager, but we love him and he's exactly what we need. So what I don't understand. How do you feel about it all? So, I mean, I think um, he's got a, you know, as you say, good luck to him. I think he's got a hell of a job on there. Um, And I think it's going to be interesting to see whether he can adapt his style to be able to deal with what looks to me from the outside as a a bit of a group of, you know, high maintenance millionaires um, with a massive squad that will need trimming and they need to buy a centre forward. So, um, I think he, I think he, it is absolutely by no means certain, particularly considering his background, and the, and by background I mean his history as a manager, whether going into Chelsea with some of the challenges that they have in front of them, whether he's the right person for that. I think obviously if you're building a project and stuff like that, he's demonstrably done that at Spurs. I, I though on reflect, I sort of, I'm actually fine that he's not come back. Because what everybody wants at Tottenham, I think, is they want Pochettino that joined us. And, um, and by the way, we should remember that that first season when he joined us, I mean, I think we went away to Villa, didn't we? And we needed a result. Otherwise, he was on the verge of getting the boot. Uh, yeah. uh, we 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 hadn't he hadn't won in six or seven had he or something, and Kane scored didn't he? he got a Kane scored a, a free deflective kick. free kick thing. Yeah. That's the last time he scored a free kick, and um, and so I I would love Pochettino from then to come to Spurs, but you know what I'm I I don't see how Pochettino now can be Pochettino then. He's definitely not. Having been through PSG, having come out the other end of Tottenham and unable to, you know, deal with that whole thing at the end of Tottenham, and him and Levy quite clearly fell out on a scale not not seen since until Holly and Phil have fallen out on the sofa this morning, which seems like <laughs> it's a catastrophe, doesn't it? I mean, my my goodness, but um, but um, and so I'm fine that he's not come back. 
because because he's not it's not the same. What I now hope that they do though is they go and find somebody and I'm I'm also pleased that Nagelsmann hasn't come as well. That was interesting, I've, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pleased but I'm I it's I get it. Like I I I totally get it. They they need to go and recruit somebody that sees that club as a place where they can fulfill their ambitions and personal growth journey to become an elite manager. Every elite manager, of which there were probably only about 10, they weren't elite once and they became elite. And ideally, we want somebody to come and become elite at our club and then stay there. But I want somebody that wants to come and seize the opportunity at Tottenham personally as an opportunity for them to exceed and grow and reach their own personal goals and not see Tottenham as a vehicle to resurrect their their career. And I'd rather like Conti before him. I definitely had the feeling that that's how brilliant as he is. Nagelsmann just had that whiff about him. I don't know how through the press, it's really difficult to say why I think this, but you know, he was doing us a favour, basically. And uh, with Pochettino going to Chelsea, I would imagine Nagelsmann has got his eye on sitting comfortably on his Bayern Munich notice contract and waiting for Angelotti to go and manage Brazil. That'd be interesting. Mm. So the one I want, and I've said it before, we said it during the Nuno era, um, Emma Hayes manages Chelsea. Chris said it, said it, said it in the group as yeah. well. Why on earth not? Why on earth not? It would. Why not? I think it would challenge Spurs fans on their yep. biases and conceptions. Yep. She is proven time and time again. And you know when you see like Alex Scott, Alex, I love Alex Scott. I think she's incredible. And she goes on. She has to work harder than the men. Like you have a look at her versus Micah Richards. Micah Richards is an idiot. And he goes on. Micah Richards doesn't talk much sense. But she goes on. She's prepared. She's so knowledgeable about so many areas of the game. Um and that's that Emma Hayes. Emma Hayes will just work and create a culture, which I, I think I think we need. And I, I, th- I think it would be a massive step forward for a club that has always been the challenger in terms of this sort of stuff, in terms of being a club of the people and being progressive. And I think that would be an, a massive way forward. I don't think they will. And that almost feels like sexism. And there's also, I read, I was reading about that thing, the glass cliff uh, off the back of, Elon Musk and uh, bringing in a CEO who was a woman and they, people were talking about the glass cliff, which is a bit like the glass ceiling, but it's where men put women in senior positions of a failing company so they can blame them when it gets worse. And there may be a bit of that, obviously not intentional. I, I think that would be a great challenge. It will never happen. But well, hey. I mean, at some point in the game, uh, a, a a female man, a, a, a manager of a women's team is going to go and manage a men's team. It will. Why not it's, now? It, why not now? And as to, to go back to my earlier point, is Emma Hayes clearly a really talented football manager? The answer to that and coach, the answer to that is she's clearly extremely talented. Would she see the opportunity at Tottenham as an opportunity for her, you know, to need to go on the personal journey the same as the club needs to go on 
Yeah, of course you would. What That's an opportunity! What, what an what an opportunity for Tottenham to hire her, and what an opportunity for her to go and and lead the Spurs men's team. So, I'd love to see them do it. I actually don't. I whether it's her, whether it's the guy at Feyenoord, whoever it is, because to my point earlier, elite managers weren't elite once. I just hope that they go and hire somebody that's hungry um, and gets us all excited again. Um, And uh, because football can change so fast. If we'd have won yesterday, we would be buzzing today and it would all be forgotten until the next, until, until the next game. So it can change unbelievably quickly. Arsenal finished fourth last year. And I know everyone's laughing at them because they got thumped by Brighton today, 3-0. But you know what? City have won 11 on the bounce, haven't they? 11 games on the bounce. And they're through at the semi-final of the Champions League. And they're in the final of the FA Cup. Have Arsenal bottled it? No, they haven't <laughs> bottled it. They're, they were in a title running in the hardest league in the world against the best team in the world at the moment. So, um, you know, I would love those problems for our club. Put it that way. Um, and they finished fourth last year and were crap in the last three months of the season. So it can change so fast. No, they finished fifth last year and were crap. It can change so fast. So fast. It can. So I fast. I mean, they were 14 points ahead at one stage. Yeah, but... You know. It's not bottling it. Bottling is is almost an, a choice. I just I think their squad's run out of legs, I think. Like yeah, they had in... Remember when we were chasing Leicester down and they kept winning? and every They win every week. And we just couldn't believe it, could we? No. And in the end, we just went to Chelsea and we drew one. And what and... is going on with Leicester? Like they're going down, probably. They've got a mm. game in hand. I mean, they're. I mean, Southampton, twenty-four points is poor. Winning that... six six games is poor. There's been so many poor performances this year. I mean, not least Chelsea that I found hilarious. Man United uh, against West Ham and West Ham beat Man U. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah. I mean, thank. I mean, from their perspective, tragic for us. Thank goodness they because they'd have been right in it. I mean, they, you know, I'm not sure they're going to win again this year. West Ham, hope not. Hmm. I'd love. I would have dearly, dearly loved to have seen them go down. Um, oh God, yeah. Oh, that would have been great. But um, uh, I, you know, it's it's Everton look like they're going to drop, don't they? Everton leads. Forest, like Forest are almost like they I think Forest might get out of it. They've got momentum, haven't they, Forest? Yeah, but it's just bad. I really hope Leicester go down. They've only won eight games all season. They've lost twenty-one just, games, and their squad as well. I mean, that is a that is disgusting, really. It's you know, they've got they've got good enough players for not to not have that happen. Um, and uh, I just and get you know on 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 the Leicester point, Rogers has been a name that's been floating around at Tottenham for the last two or three managerial changes. And I personally think he is exactly the type of person that Levy would go and hire. So I'm just literally, I'm, I'm so, <laughs> I've got everything, but please, if you're listening to this, Donna, you the know, love of God, do not under any circumstance, that ship has sailed. It sailed a long time ago. Oh, don't, God. don't do it. Don't bring do it. A stat, um, before we get into a few players, individual players, uh, Kane, 27 goals this season, which is unbelievable considering like, that is greater than 35 goals from Haaland. It's only eight behind Haaland and Haaland 
basically has just three shots all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Kane is the highest scorer of match winners. So Kane scored 11 match winners this season compared to Rashford and Haaland's 10 and then Salah on seven, which is incredible. He Without him, I, where would we be? Scary. I mean, in the bottom four. In the, is, is where we, is where I, we I'm not sure it would be that bad, but like... It, we said it before, didn't we? I think we, this is the third pod in a row. If you replace Son and Kane with Chadley and Pav, we'd be in a bad place. <laughs> like a really bad place. Uh, yeah. Come on then, Hoiberg. How do you feel about Hoiberg? I've, I've um, you know, you know when you, you you went to you went to the game with Chris, didn't you last yeah. last week? And you know you get people that sit around you that are really annoying that just keep moaning about certain players. I've become that person. I'd like to apologise to anyone in four one six at this point about Hoiberg, but for for so long now, I just think he hides in games. I think he hides. He I, th- I, th- I think he, I do. I think he runs into certain areas, waves his arm. I think he runs around into areas a lot, but he doesn't go and show for the ball. Give me the ball. He's not a com. He, he behaves like he's some combative Patrick Vieira, Roy Keane figure. He isn't a Patrick Vieira, Roy Keane figure, um, and uh, he is un- he is no way solid enough Spurs to be able to play a two two player midfield. Um, no, no, he's he's so I. I know. I mean, I heard he was part. Him and Dyer are part of the player committee, aren't they? I think I saw that when uh, the uh, uh, when Stellini got sacked. And I, you know, I mean, of course he is, but he's world class at waving his arms around and complaining at other people whilst not actually doing his job himself, in my opinion. So I, um, I, I hope that uh, he's one of those that gets shipped. I'm sure he won't be. I'm, I hope he. I hope he is. And Dyer as well. Dyer has to go. I can't stand the man. Like, I, I've got all the respect for him, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I just don't think he's a very good footballer at all. I think he's he's not good at anything consistently. And it kills me a little bit. Like, I, I don't know. I don't want him in the middle. I don't want him as a defender. I don't want him as a defensive midfielder. He's mm. been here too long. He's not got competition. I don't know why he's still here. I, uh, I don't get it. He's- got a big contract and he's one of the elite he's in the player committee and he can't be dropped I think this is um, disgrace. The, the defense yesterday was was dreadful I don't understand how it seems like one person's they're, they're just doing different things one's marking man-to-man one's marking zonal one's I I, I don't understand what they're doing I, I I don't understand and Richardson can't stay on side I, I don't understand how you can be a professional footballer and be offside. Maybe, maybe we're just playing wrong for him, but something's just odd with the team. It just doesn't. I don't understand. It can't. Mason's only been with them for a few games, and but you can't. They can't be this bad. This defence. These are all all of them internationals. Is it coaching or is it that they just haven't got the squad depth at the moment? So they've still got obviously Basuma's not fit enough to play. He came on Nine, yesterday, didn't he? Six, Ninety he, minutes, is he? So yeah. He came in. Out, he came out a run around yesterday, but he doesn't look to me like he's someone that can operate in a in a two player midfield either. So, is it coaching or is it just squad and the the profile of the players in in both, the squad? Because I I think we have a 
No, we have a a group chat, don't we, from the pod, and I think I made made this point to everyone the other week that we we could go and get another man if we don't change any of the players in the squad, we go and get another manager. We'll play the same system next season because that's what they are. Yeah, there's no. I, we're so we're still missing the, an attacking midfielder player, which means there's we are stuck in this system where we have to play a striker or a front three, and then everyone mm. else is defensive because we haven't got that. But I know there's a lot of talk about buying Madison, isn't there? But would you yeah. buy Matt? Would you would you go buy Madison, or would you play yes. Kane in that position and buy a centre forward? I would. Mm. She's thirty, isn't he, this year? Is it this year or next year? I honestly think he's going at the end of next year. I don't know why he would. I don't. Why would you sign a new contract apart from being a Tottenham legend and getting your statue? Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, unless he wants to play the record at Spurs. Or he hasn't well, got anywhere yeah. to. Or he hasn't got anywhere to go. Like United are going to sign a centre forward this year. Chelsea are going to sign a centre forward this year. So, yeah, my my bet is that he um he ends up on uh, on time side. I reckon. I reckon he'll go to Chelsea on a free next year with Pochettino. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he'll be thirty-two when that season starts because he'll be thirty-one in the summer. Well, thirty this summer. I oh, know mm. thirty-one next summer. Yeah, so one big contract, five years, give him 250, 300 grand a week, and smash it up. So yeah, I'd buy number 10, because it is what we need. And Kane passing to a lesser centre-forward would always be disrespectful at this point. Mm. They have a yeah, problem, though, don't they? Like they've, got a repl- they've, they've basically got a year to replace two positions, and then he does both of them. Well, yeah, what we should be seeing is the players, who the, the senior players who come in, to the the other side of their peak, so Kane and Son, they should be looking to replace them with younger, hungrier players. That's what Ferguson did incredibly well. We we're not in a position because we've got to replace the crap players. We've got some okay players, and then the two world class players are going to go anyway soon. So it's it's a bit of a challenge. Can I ask you a question? You always say they instead of we. Is that always been a thing? Who's that? Might not. Mm? You saying instead of like we as Tottenham, we we need we've got a problem. You always say they. You ever noticed that? I haven't. No. Keep an eye on that because I, that, that, I don't know why I say that. It's, it's maybe, interesting. My, my, maybe because um, I'm just a refer. I, I I don't think about it as a collective anymore. Maybe I don't know. I see myself as a paying punter because that's the way that they that they that's the culture that they fostered. That that was when we saw Redknapp tw- turn when he stopped saying we and started saying they. That was when it was really interesting, uh, obvious that he was off mm. and he was done. Um, Maybe I'm off. Yeah, think, um, yeah. A season <laughs> ticket at Chelsea, wasn't? I'm not. Do that, but there's a lot of Spurs fans who are going like, oh yeah, I still watch Spurs, but I now support my local team. Like, I've been to see Stevenage, all that sort of stuff. So maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's a thing. I mean, I can't be bothered talking about yesterday. It just, it was, it was. They just wanted it more. They played better than us. It seemed quite easy to go through us. We got no defence. The the penalty sort of flattered us a little bit. Anything, anything to say? No. No. Good. We got Brentford <laughs> next. We say that we. I said we could beat Palace. I think we'll lose to Villa. I think we'll lose to Brentford, and then we will beat. Um, have we got on the last day? My brain's cooked, totally gone. Leeds United away. Yeah, I mean, so the Brentford game, last home game of the season, Brentford playing really well. 
So that doesn't feel great. And then the Leeds game is fraught with danger because the atmosphere up there, last game of the season, if they are still in with a chance of getting out of trouble, is going to be red hot. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure we've really shown up in those environments this year, have we? I think our, our lads will be on the beach. Mm. Let's see. Let's see. Well, Brentford done. They beat West Ham 2-0, lost to Liverpool 1-0. Let's go back. They beat Forest 2-1. They beat Chelsea 2-0. 1-1 with Villa. Mm. Lost to Wolves. It's been interesting. They lost 2-1 to Newcastle at home. Lost to United. 3-3 with Brighton. Really unpredictable. Actually, no, it'll be predictable. If we go out and just turn up expecting to win because we're Tottenham, then we'll lose. I hope there's a bit more of a plan. I hope the the fans get behind them as well. Against Brentford? Yeah. I'm sure sure that I'm, I'm... I'm sure that you know. I'm, I'm sure they will, and I'm sure they'll put in a performance last game of the season. They have been playing. I think. I think yesterday I was quite surprised at how poorly they played first half yesterday. So I think the few couple of games before that they played a bit better. Yeah. Um, Alice so, game was good. That, that is all. So yeah. I'm I'm hopeful. Um, Jack. I mean, he's he's in Cuba. I'm not going to say sex tourism, but he's in Cuba. And uh, one of the things we talked about with him was the Fat Eleven. Uh, which we promised we'd do last week. I've written a full-on 11, but you definitely had some in the group. I'm not sure how many you can remember. But I've actually made a 4-4-2 with a manager. Um, on, I can't remember many of them. Let, let, let me look it up while you go. I've got, I remember one of yours. So in goalkeeper, I've got uh, Brad Deep Friedel. Deep, Deep Friedel. That one might look... Uh, right back, I've got... Go on. Emerson Royale with cheese. Emerson Royal with cheese. That was a good one. I've got Matt Doherty. Uh And then centre-back, I've got Jan Fatongan and Jonathan Woodgut. Or Eric Diet. That is the one, isn't it? Uh, Left-back, uh, Calorie Young-Pyo. <laughs> I was just... I went I through... Can't be that. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? Uh, midfield then, Scott Porker. I'm pretty angry. I'm pretty happy with that one. Delhi Hangry. Steve Podge and Lucas, please uh, can I have some Mora. And then to skip starter. <laughs> we well, wouldn't skip a starter, would you? If you're uh... double mains, straight straight in for the double mains, mains double it? mains, straight in for the mains. My always problem. skip a starter because you can have to say I can't. You know, where I always skip starter heavy on the dessert. But yeah, I'm the other sweet, way around. Sweet I'm, tooth. Oh, I'm not. Uh, Garth Cooks and Martin Chippers up front <laughs> with Jose Mauricio. <laughs> you had Dan Boona, I think. Oh yeah, um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Chicken Dan, chicken Dan Boona. There was a lot of curries. Um, yeah. So we need another one for next week. What topic should we do next week? Fat Eleven. We have food, holidays. We could do. We've done dogs. We talked about dogs. If anyone is listening echoesofglorypod.gmail.com or at underscore echoesofglory on Twitter. Give us an 11 to do and we'll, uh, I'll put it on Reddit as well. Mate, two games left. What hopes have you got for the rest for the of the season? For the, yeah, or just what, what, what do you want to see? What do you come... It's Leeds game finishes. What do you want to have felt or have seen over the last 180 minutes? A bit of pride in the shirt would be good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think just a little bit more connected 
in this with the supporters and um you can see when the team are hungry and when they're not you can see when they're putting a shift in and when they're not and i think i'm quite tired of seeing first halves just drift on by so it would be good to uh to feel like they were putting a shift in to sign off for what has been a really really difficult i think eight months yeah for the for the people that have been to watch spurs particularly our away form this year has just been absolutely diabolical and the people that follow spurs away are the real hardcore it's a yeah. lot of money it's a lot of money to follow the team around the country it really is and um and time as well yeah it, it yeah. takes a huge amount of investment to do it emotional and, as well uh, you know, no, 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 no more refunds for uh, people that go follow the team away. They're following it away because they they want to see a performance. So it's not about the results. I kind of don't care about the results anymore. I don't care if they're in the Europa Conference League or or not. Really, I mean, I know there's a lot of debate at the moment about getting that, don't getting that. I think ultimately Tottenham should be playing European football every year. So. They should try and get in it, I guess. And it's also a nice nice opportunity to blood some of the younger players, bring some of the players through. So I'd like to see that. I'd like to see some of the lads out of the academy get a game, last two games. Yes, that is good. Uh, hey, if, we, if, yeah. if we don't go and win the Europa Conference League easily, then we're not too good for it. It's that simple. Like, we, we always think, yeah. oh, we're too good for the Europa League and we should be in the Champions League. We've never come close to winning that. Come close. We've always fizzled out embarrassingly. I, I I want to I see European. I, 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 I don't get it. And there's too there's too much money in the Premier League. M- Mourinho went to Roma, won the Conference League last year. This year they're going to finish third, aren't they, in the league in the Serie A? And he's on course to get through to the Europa League final, isn't he? He's probably going to play with Sam. So, um, you know, why not? Yeah, and you win that. He, he's a he is a, a winner of finals. We should have let him play our final. I think that was disrespectful as well. He's a bit of a prick, Tom. I similarly. Do you, were you at the Palace game? No, I wasn't. There was no. a bit right at the end where, the you know, like everyone's whistling, and I hate that bit. It hurts my ears. But everyone's whistling, even though the time hasn't gone. Like, but it's ninety-five minutes into ninety-six, and uh, added uh, into six minutes of added time. And Romero had like a look in his eyes where he was going to win every single ball. He was hyper-aggressive. He was jumping through people. And you're just like, why aren't you like that all the time? You can't control the outcomes, but you can control the effort you put in. And that's, like you say, that's. I would love to see a bit of a plan. I'd love to see a bit more of an attack. In Palace, we genuinely, they did, genuinely did seem to be a bit of a plan to push them high up the field with high block. I think high block's such a stupid term. We, we tried up the field rather than down the field. And then we lost that against Villa. Maybe Palace let us do it. Maybe they came in too defensive. I don't think they did because they, they're a very offensive team, Palace, with the players that they've got. But yeah, just a bit of effort, a bit of care, a bit of love, a bit of pride in the shirt because we're a bit of a... Yeah. Why do we and, exist at the moment? And, you know, we, we seemingly have got some good players in some of our some of our academy outfits. Mm. Um, and traditionally, the last two or three games, particularly the last game of the season, will be an opportunity to blood some of those players, give them a run. And you know why not? Why not do that? You know, I agree. It, it it can't be any worse. <laughs> really can't be really. Because <laughs> it's not like Leeds bad. If it was Leeds bad, you go all right, rubbish bunch of players. But it is just dreadful, and I I don't get it. It it, it isn't. It, I I actually don't think that 
I'm, you know, the financial gap now in the Premier League means that it could never be Leeds bad. You know, I don't yes, think even Chelsea that have like lost six out of seven or whatever it is. If Chelsea are in the bottom four, they would, you know, they go thump someone seven nil. Like they, they, the players at Tottenham are just too good to yeah, yeah. be turning in those performances, irrespective of the noise and the gump and the the distractions that are clearly going on around the club. And yeah. you know, Kane's interview that he did on Sky Sports. I thought it was quite funny. He's the, he's the vice captain and has been the captain for like half the season or a third of the season. Yeah. And he's talking about the culture in the team and, you know, it's not quite there. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Look, I, he's a funny one, that boy. Uh, I don't, I, yeah, he's a he's, funny one. If I, oh, God, yeah. He needs that statue. I'm really worried about what that statue will look like. Just the face <laughs> of it. Could that if what they did to the Ronaldo one? The Ronaldo one, yeah. Ronaldo. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Uh, so, if you're taking five players forward into the next season, like you're saying, I'm going to keep these five players. Who who are they? Just off straight off the top of your head. You're Romero, uh, Romero, Bentoncourt, Kane's son, and. Probably Porro. I think Porro as well. Not Richarlison yeah. then in there. Well, I was only allowed five. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Mm. I think we'd need to get rid of like the comfy favourites, don't we? Ben Davis needs to, I let you know how much I love Ben Davis needs to go. Um yeah, Eric Dyer needs to go. It's, it, it just needs to be refreshed. You know. Yeah, completely. And you mentioned Fergie earlier and I you know, I'm a even though I hated him the whole time he was actually managing Man United, I'm I'm a I'm a massive now with hindsight, massive, massive, massive fan, and and love reading all of his stuff. And you know what would he do with that? I mean, you know, Willie would never have got to that situation, but he, you know, they, the Dyers and the Davises, and maybe even one of say, you know, Son or something. I don't know, but I hope not. But Hoiberg and uh, th- those players would have been turned. He would have turned those players over. He would have done. He would have brought in fresh impetus, fresh energy. And there are just too many lads there that are not bad players. There are no bad players in the Premier League, but there are too many lads there that have just been there too long, and they need a new challenge, and we need a new challenge for them. So, in terms of, I mean, you mentioned what am I really looking forward to in the next two games? I kind of don't care about the next two games. I'm looking for. I always, I'm looking forward to going to the game next week. My kids. Yeah, and uh, they're, they're they're definitely getting super excited about football, and they're, you know, and I'm loving that. And the pod last week was fantastic, I thought, mate. And I definitely empathise with, you know, my kids, and you know, we it's you know, I'm I see myself now in them thirty or th- th- thirty five years ago, and I'm now my old man, and you know, it's all it's all happening again. So it's it, the club is still absolutely in the right place for the right people in the right ways, and. And so, uh, and so that's all good, but I'm just really, really hopeful that we start to see, I don't care about seeing hundred million pound players, but we just start to see some, some clear understanding by their actions that, you know, the, the club is going to be on a different footing next year. Yeah. And and that's important to remember is there's a lot of newish fans who've come in with the new hype, whether the documentary, the Champions League with Sun, a lot of Americans come in, which is cool. 
Like this is what Tottenham Hotspur do to you. Like this, this is what Tottenham Hotspur do to you. And in a hundred years, we'll be dead. They'll still be here. Mm. There'll be new custodians. They'll probably be frustrating people in on hoverboard, on hoverboards, and all that sort of stuff. And it's cool. And like, don't get, don't put too much of yourself and your emotional vulnerability into it. It's just a game. They they don't care about us. In a, in a way, we care about them, and that's that's the relationship we got. It's cool. It's just a game. Like we. And I know we've got to love it, and it part of the reason why we love it is because it doesn't matter. And so when it when it goes bad, it doesn't really hurt. But just enjoy what it is. It's just it's just a game. It's just a game of football. I don't know. And laugh at Chelsea. Laugh at Arsenal because it is funny. <laughs> I know we said we didn't. They haven't bottled it. They they yeah, tried I mean, really hard. But the Arsenal thing's a point in case, isn't it? That there's absolutely no point getting frustrated about the fact that Tottenham haven't won trophies there's a there's a I don't know if you ever watched the overlap but um yeah. Roy, Roy, Roy Hodgson's on the latest one and he made a he made a really brilliant point that you know every, everybody bangs on about managers that don't win that m- managers that win trophies being great managers but he said if that's the case Roberto Di Matteo might be one of the greatest managers of all time he won the Champions League he's only managed for about 50 matches Man City are so dominant in the league and it's so you know, we could do a pod all about Man City and what they've done to football and what a disgrace it is. But, you know, if, uh, the Arsenal situation is a point in place that if Man City decide they're going to win the league, they're going to win the league. Yeah. And, uh, and and so don't worry about it. It's it's about it's about the connection between the players on the pitch and the fans in the in in the stand, and the players demonstrating that they care about it as much as the fans do and the people that are going and paying their money. And that's been the disconnect this year. You yeah, know? I agree. I agree. I, I I think it is a positive future. I'm, I'm going to enjoy the game on Saturday. I'm going to stay for as much of the women's game. I've got to get back. Yeah. To my wife's going out, but I'm going to stay. Um, and I, I I'm just looking forward to it. That was a good thing that they did there. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to buy anything in the shops just because I don't. I just don't want to give them their money. Yeah, don't do that. No, <laughs> I know. Um, I always. Cause I go into the shop and I always I used to love it. I've got a box upstairs. When I go when I used to buy both shirts every year, I've got a box and it's all crap. In fact, I went up into the loft the other day to get a bag out and I found my finale bag. You know, they gave us a bag for the last game of White Lane. Literally picked it up and it just fell to pieces in my fingers. Like it's just it literally like you couldn't hold any bit of it up. Gravity was too strong for it. And I thought that is exactly right. It was cheap <laughs> and it fell apart. That is, that is Tottenham <laughs> all over. That is oh, Tottenham summed oh. up in one bag. Yeah. But I loved it. Mm. I love the people. I tell you what I love is when you go and you you sit with people like yourself who have just been going forever and it just feels like the game is just 90 minutes in a lifetime of memories. And that sounds a bit a bit cliche but it's just a passing moment in something that you're there to love for longer in a deeper way so yeah i think i've said this to you on the pod before but i've um there's a the clip that they made a video didn't they called the lane or something that summarized kind of the, the whatever x number of 100 years or whatever that they were at the lane and i personally am somebody that i'm you and jack and stato inspire and astound me by the way that you can reel off stats and remember goal scorers and lineups and I've been watching Tottenham for nearly 40 years and I can't do that and I've never been able to do that and so if you ask me who scored in the Champions League semi-final against 
Man City against uh, Ajax. I think I can just about remember that it was sunny, I think, at the home game. Or did we, we not score that we game? Score. See, see what I mean? Against City. Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember. But what I can remember is the hugs that I used to have with my dad when we stood next to each other at the game. Oh, I'm going to cry. Don't or, the hug, or the hug that I have with my kids. Or the... Uh, or the the laughs that we had on the way to games or coming home for games. Tottenham Hotspur is about the people that I share it with at the end of the day. That's what it's about. And if I'd been going on my own and never spoke to anybody, then it wouldn't mean even, you know, two thirds as much to me as it does to me, you know. And, you know, there are so many people make a living out of and have fun out of and recreationally talk about, watch, and love this club. And it's purely and only, and obviously everyone gets absolutely fucked off with the team and Levy and, oh, yeah, be, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. But the bottom line is, is it what is about what it means inside of you? And uh, and that's what Tottenham is to me. And that's why I re- that's what I'll renew... And that's why, if you'll have me, I'll be here in August, and we probably have ever. We'll probably have Aston Villa first game of the season. Get get thumped four 0 and I'll be bitching about it and still calling them they. But <laughs> but that's 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 what it is. And um, I just hope that as we are going through yet another transition, that every everybody that actually has some power of influence over what goes on at that club begins to realise that and fixes the the wrongs that have been imparted on us all by the disconnect and the fact that they seem to have sort of forgotten about it really. That, when you started talking about your dad, that got me, that got me. I don't know what it was that opened something up inside that got me a little bit, you know, I've kept my seats going, you know, and I'm, and, and I, you know, I'm still, I can, he's still there with me, you know, he is. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not really like that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not particularly like that, but that club that's that's the thing that webs us all together the the club and the passion for the team and i can't i can't remember who played against crystal palace where the i can't remember i know sun scored i think but i don't care but i care you know it's about the the memories that i have yeah, being yeah. at the game with, with the people that i'm and the feelings that i'm and the with feelings. And the feelings and what it means and 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 everything else and then along the way hopefully i've learned a little bit about how the game should be played and strategies and structures and I can talk about it badly and incoherently a bit but you know so um they uh that's why um and I don't want to go and watch I mean I've my I've thought about taking the kids to watch Maidstone up the road I mean you think we've had a bad season by the way Maidstone United I think they lost 39 no I think they've lost 30 games this year 35 games this year horrific so we won't be going up there but I don't I I don't want to go up there. And even my 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 nine year old, the kids at school are saying to him, "Why am I, why are you supporting Spurs?" And he said to me, "Why do we support Spurs?" And I'm like, "Because we do." <laughs> I think we do. Anyway, no tears, mate. No, good. no, um, no, it's all good. The um, fine. Give us an eleven to do. Give us time as well, because bloody hell, I need time. It takes me a bit of time to get that done. But yeah. Give us an eleven to do. And we'll yep. get it done. And then also, please nomination awards, nominations for awards. So obviously, we'll have player <laughs> of the season, goalkeeper of the season, game of the season, goal of the season. Do we I'll have f- miss of the season? We'll have miss of the season. I want funny awards, like 
manager of the year awards. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Just I want funny awards. Fattest player of the year award. I don't know. I'll make them up. You know, I'm more than happy to make them up. But give it because that's coming. It's week after next. We'll have the end of the season awards, and we've done twelve of them. They're always my favourite part of the year. We always do predictions at the beginning of the year, so I'll, I'll go back and listen to the first episode to see what's going on there as well. None of us would predict this. Going to win the league? I, I start every season thinking, I, I look at the team and think, well, no one can beat that team. Yeah, Going to win yeah. the league. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, mate, thank you. Um, hopefully I'll see you next week. And don't forget, the future's bright. The future's Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football, and I always thought that football was a very important game, but I never realized until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain, and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next? We are Blancheflower, Ardelis and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.